confidants. Welcome back to another beautiful sexual quarantine episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where you're absolutely sure we don't know everything. And I'm really excited about this episode because we are interviewing the one, the only, Remy. And it's Casimir, right? Yes. Not Kissimir. No, Casimir, but Kissimir would be super cute. I was gonna say you probably would have been harassed in high school, but I'm I'm glad it's it's. I would have loved Ca- it, Casimir. Uh, you are the host of the podcast. How come you are also mm-hmm. the star of a Netflix episode that's all about orgasming? The female orgasm specifically, yes. Specifically the female orgasm. And I'm so excited to talk to you because I've had, obviously we talk a lot about sex and coming and vaginas on this podcast. And we had August McLaughlin on before. She's the author of Girl Boner. And Mm -hmm. she, her experience was about being able to come only with a partner. Yeah. And your story is a bit different Mm. because- you didn't come at all until you were Never. 28, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like your claim to fame, your rise mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, notoriety be- being a, a household name. Tell me what possessed yeah. you to <laughs> talk about something and be so honest about a topic yeah. that most people in the world would see as embarrassing. Taboo and embarrassing, yeah. I mean, that's not to say that I didn't find it the same um but yeah so I was 27 when I conceptualized the idea of how come I'd been doing stand-up for like I think four years she's a comedian so yeah I do stand-up comedy and so I think that's where I started to speak more honestly like about my life like making jokes about stuff especially stuff that was like very uh vulnerable stuff Mm, that you mm -hmm. wouldn't otherwise say so that I think broke the barrier for like okay I'm willing to talk about me um and then I started seeing other women who are like at my stage or a little higher who are all doing stand-up about their orgasms Mm. and every time it would happen I would kind of be like huh like is she really doing that and like I would take them afterwards and I'd be like oh I love that joke about the orgasms and they'd be like yeah, that part wasn't the joke, <laughs> you know, like I really was having that many orgasms and I'd be like, what? Like, I don't think I've ever had one. And they'd be like, what? Like, if you think you haven't, like you haven't. Exactly. And so I was like, okay. And then I just started having more conversations with women like that. And they would also sometimes like when they found out would be like, oh my God, I need to like give you some wisdom. Yeah. Like I need to teach you like what to do. Mm-hmm. Like you need to go home and masturbate for 30 minutes. Like kind of giving <laughs> me like assignments and stuff. And I would like take them in, but ultimately like I would kind of like give up because mm-hmm. I would feel like I'm broken. It's never mm-hmm. happened before. Mm-hmm. Why would it happen mm-hmm. now? Like maybe this isn't just like not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also like didn't really know what I was doing completely. Like if somebody was like, oh, yeah, just masturbate for 30 minutes. I'd be like, OK, what does and, that like, mean? <laughs> I always thought because of like pop culture and uh-huh. because of like a lack of sex education that like when pe- women have an orgasm, it's from penis and vagina. Like right, that's all right. you see in movies. Traditional. It's like she gets inserted, penetrate whatever. And it's like, <laughs> ah, like and a plug. Like, yeah, and there's fucking fireworks, and I was like, oh, that's not happening to me. Like, maybe orgasms just aren't for me. Mm, that's interesting. Can I ask more about that? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure you've talked about your pussy in every which way or form. So oh, yes. I'm just going to go there. Yeah. Um, also, sorry for anyone that's watching on YouTube.com slash Kelsey Dara. I have what this. is this? Okay, it's a climber's cane because I am having a horrific pain day. I have chronic pain mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. jaw and I'm just having a day where I'm doing like CBD, Advil, fucking massages, exercises, and nothing oh, is working. it's a little self-massager. And it's a self-massager. I thought so you were going to say you were going to like hook it in your <laughs> mouth. Pussy? Oh, that too. I've definitely done that. You're oh. like, my jaw hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely fish hooked myself, which is a fantastic sex position. If no oh, yes. You can do it from behind. What a weird then, sex position. like have like a little dildo stuck to the wall and fish hook yourself. Ah. Oh. As if anybody would ever want to do, but people might. Listen, people might. Quarantine Honestly, is making people do really some, explore themselves. Yeah. Okay. As so they should. Back to exploring yourself. Back to yeah, yeah, yeah. Your history, because I want to talk about the. You know, like when you said it took you seeing other women doing stand up when you were twenty seven to talk about orgasms. Were you not talking about pleasure with your friends growing not up? Really. Like what so, was the environment like? I feel like our conversation surrounding sex, it wouldn't be like, oh my God, I had the best sex. He did this to me. It would be like, I got him, mm. you know, like I had mm-hmm. sex with him and I made him come. and he loved it. Like mm. it wasn't, there wasn't, at least with my friends, it wasn't mm-hmm. like female pleasure centric conversations mm. and like, there were girls talking about masturbating at camp, I remember, but they weren't really, like, sharing tips. Mm. Um, and it still kind of was like, ooh, like, if you did that, like, you were gross. So tell me a little bit about that, like, grossness, because I think that's also an age thing where, you know, obviously you mentioned the lack of, the lack of sex education, the lack of knowledge about female pleasure. Like, when we go to sex ed, we learn about, like, menstruating and not, sex it's like this we learn about how not to have a baby yeah the sexual (laughs) intercourse I'm like do you want to know how to not have a baby and have (laughs) orgasms every time masturbate there you go so you want to know how to not get stds masturbate masturbate. and don't share your sex toys with like your roommate or what that would be weird don't do that truly do not do that yeah no (laughs) no no no. unless you're dating your whatever um or I mean (laughs) Things I mean, technically, be. my roommate technically, is my boyfriend. We do yeah, share. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so back to like the shame of of the age of masturbating and camp and that whole conversation of like, you know, I think it's like a giggly, funny conversation mm-hmm. that you have to a certain age, and then you reach like high school age. At least that was in my experience, where it's like, okay, people are fucking now. I was the last to lose my virginity, but that I was fifteen. Same. I so, was 16. Wait, did you grow up in New York? I was fun of a lot. Yeah. Were you, did you? No. I'm in Florida. Okay. That's where I grew up. Um, okay. And I was the, made fun of a lot. Yeah. The irresponsible place. The, yeah. Like being 15, still being a virgin was horrific where I No, grew I was up. just saying Florida is an irresponsible place. Exactly. all still yes. at the beach. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right yeah. now? Y- right now. Okay. But I must say, I told the confidants I was not going to talk about the virus, but just very quickly. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Those are spring breakers from out of town. Those are not Floridians. Everyone comes from like fucking Ohio and New York and fucking Michigan. And they all go down to spring break. And they're like, Mm. we're not going to quit this shit. Mm. And Floridians are like, we go to the beach all the fucking time. Like if it, 
I would go to spring break to like get laid and have fun and like make a drunk guy pay for all my shit and free <laughs> shots and stuff. But I wasn't going to like leisurely, whatever. Okay. And rant. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going there leisurely either. I think they're going there to fuck and spread. Yeah. Fucking spread, spread and spread, a hundred percent. Every memory of like spring break, spring break beach, Florida was like drunk four wheeling and drunk beach walking and fucking with sand in my pussy. Like it was, it's not a fun experience. It's gross. I was never able to do like the fun drunk spring break, but I Mm. also kind of think it wouldn't have been worth it because like any of the sex I was having, like (laughs) pre come right was not fulfilling. (laughs) So yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. then. so we, we talk about that age where people are starting to fuck. And I think, I I think it's not unusual that your friends were talking about like I'm making sure he's coming because that's Mm -hmm. you know reputationally you know if a guy's going to talk about sex everything was is he going to talk about me Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. he going to talk about this is he going to talk about what I looked like is he going to talk about my O face like I remember everything in high school was gossip Mm. um and was oh I ate her out and I found some toilet paper in her pussy. I have <laughs> never forgotten that. Literally, when I thought when I heard that, I was like, I'm never I'm never letting somebody no. go down on me. That is horrifying. I'm gonna be known as toilet paper That's pussy girl. Hysterical. Like no. Amy Schumer has no. a bit about that in her last special where she's like, does she? Yeah, she'd be like, oh, before I had sex, I would like go in the bathroom and clean out, and we're like, oh, I left a little piece of tissue in there, like get it out. Now she's like, now there's just a full roll of Charmin in there, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore because like no. I know that my boyfriend like loves me, but still to the same thing, I still mentally am mm-hmm. always like, what are other people going to know? And right. that's why having my podcast now is yeah. very effective because mm-hmm. I'm like, I could just tell you everything. Yeah. So it's yeah. not up to you to tell them how I fuck. I will tell them how I fuck. Yeah. You have the control now. Yeah. So up until 27, you're having sex, but you're not orgasming which I don't think is unusual in teenage years because we don't know what the fuck we're doing mm-hmm. when did you start to be like mm, I'm missing out on something 21 or mm. 22 mm-hmm. because I had my first boyfriend like serious boyfriend Ooh. that like we were fucking all the time and he cared about my feelings Aww. and I think before him um I was just fucking guys who weren't interested it didn't in matter me. yeah so even to have them do it was like satisfying enough yeah. that I was like, he's here and he just get it done me at 5 a.m. Yeah. And is, he's like a football player and he's yeah. pop- That was me. Yeah, he's absolutely. the tallest in our class. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked the quarterback for like two years and then he ended up being my first love. So I got oh. the best of both worlds of like oh. showing up to the football game and like, I I'm know so he'd jealous. be looking at me. Oh, dude, it was everything. But then we fell in love after oh. high school, and it was kind of like, you're Friday not the quarterback anymore. Yeah, but oh. he wasn't the quarterback anymore. True. And I was, like, off to be a star in New York City. Mm. I lived in Brooklyn Heights. See, that was mm. my first r- serious boyfriend that I had my realization with. He he was four years older than me, so, like, he was a senior when Ooh. I was not yet even in college mm-hmm. yet, but he mm-hmm. stayed in Boston for a few mm. years after he graduated. So when I was a senior was when we started dating, and he had been a punter in college. <gasps> Whoa, so every, hot. All of, all of his college friends thought he was, like, so fucking cool, and then, like, two years after we're dating, I'm like, oh, you're just, like, a 
business guy. <laughs> Underneath it all. Um, yeah. So were you masturbating in this era of your life? So I've have been diddling. I've been ha- diddling. I've had my hands down there for my entire life. I've always been like a little pervert. Like I've mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. little humper. Yeah. Like, see, I would never hump things, but I'd always oh, have I was my hands like everything in between and mm-hmm. like up inside and just keeping them warm, around, keeping them warm. But I never knew that there was an end goal mm. until I started hearing about the end goal. But by that point, I think I was already having sex for such a long time that I, and I thought that it was all penetration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, no, there were times before sex that I would try to use foreign objects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Markers, hairbrushes, toothbrushes. We've all done it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I found a condom and I put it over the handle <gasps> of the hairbrush. Hot. Oh my God. Hot. Floop in. Oh. And then when um one of my brothers got a vibrating Mach 3 razor. Oh. I had seen it on commercial. My. I put a condom on God. that as well. <laughs> Where are you getting all these condoms? From my brothers. I had older brothers. Oh. And um, that's weird. <laughs> I know. Not weird, that's... But like, I, I don't mean to shame you, but I can't imagine my brother finding out oh, my little bad. sister. So you were sneaking them out. Yeah. They weren't like, here you go. Put this on your brush. No. Okay. They would, they would die. But I think it was really respectful to put the condoms on. Absolutely. So you would <laughs> use the vibrating razor and then put it back. Yeah. Holy fucking Christ. Your bo- your brothers were shaving their face with your first vibrator. Yeah, but the thing is, is I wasn't even using it properly. I was putting mm. it up because I thought everything was insertion. Like, right. If I had just brought it to the front, mm-hmm. I would have figured more out. So yeah. you were still like, you were very much still exploring involved there wasn't like a ton all of the time shame or and I loved I loved sex like I loved cl- like that's why yeah. I think like I was like a good candidate to start my podcast because I was mm-hmm. never somebody who was like I don't want to have sex like I was always like right. I love closeness I love doing mm-hmm. this like it still feels good even if there's yeah. no end like there's, and I think that's important really to point great... out that yeah. that's very important to know even like as adults or you know people not in a relationship i think mm-hmm. that's so important to state that sex can still be completely enjoyable and feel really fucking good so fun and their do- orgasm doesn't mean anything i mean my sex therapist used to tell me that like with dicks it's such a physical visceral like strong thing that you see and you see the orgasm and it's like an end goal because it's physical mm-hmm. with female orgasm it's not always a visible thing and and you know that's why it maybe we don't yeah. pay as much attention to it because it's not this thing that's literally in your face yeah and it's not a not that this is important but everyone always used to be like it's not essential to having babies and for me when I heard that in health class that was all I needed to know I was like it's not essential for having babies that's what humans are for is <laughs> having babies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. And now looking back on that, I'm like, how many times do you have a baby in your life? Maybe <laughs> four if you're super <laughs> ambitious. Yeah. How many times can you come, though? Every day. Oh, my God. Every Maybe day. Maybe four times time. a day. I think my record is eight. That's nice. And now that this quarantine is happening, girl. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I want to back up just a little bit when you talked about when you were 21 and you got your first yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Yes. How did you navigate that conversation about orgasming with this person? 
Oh my God. I will never forget that conversation. So this was around the first time that I ever had, um, close female friends who were willing to talk about it as well. That's important. Uh, Like some of them still weren't one of them owned the toy that ended up making it happen for me. Never said anything while I started the podcast because she never felt comfortable. She never felt it was a thing that people discussed, but I had another friend who was like, I think we were just having a conversation one day and she said something about orgasms. And I said, well, I don't think I've ever done that. And she was like, well, if you don't think it, you haven't done it. The same thing that the other woman said. And she gave me a book that, uh, it was called sex. It's actually in the <laughs> the cover of my podcast artwork. Yes. The photo. I love it. Yeah. It's so hot. Um, but that genuinely is a book that my friend gave me and was like, this is what you need to know. Go home, learn these things because, masturbating wasn't in the books that my mom gave me Mm -hmm, the care mm -hmm. and keeping of you that was like oh your pubes are growing that's normal (laughs) you know Um, here's what a yeast infection looks like which is maybe why I get so many because my hands are always in my pussy anyway just to keep them warm I digress carry on (laughs) warm and itchy uh keeps you active um (laughs) (laughs) I can always make bread um when I'm, in I'm doubt, an oven baby who are you gonna carry during the quarantine okay a little I bit of sourdough uh, I can feed a town thank you thank you <laughs> gross um so gross um I'm just thinking about like the Jews leaving uh Egypt <laughs> <laughs> me fucking too like famine who Jesus who here she is thank you God is yeah. a woman <laughs> uh Moses you don't have to hit a rock I can make many things <laughs> bitch my pussy makes human and bread what more she do you wet need? she <laughs> wet <laughs> she does it all women really do run the world I'm so happy that um my boyfriend's parents can't hear like at least one side of this conversation oh yeah no I'm gonna just be like pussy cunt yeah cunt wet orgasm squirting and then you'll just be like it. mm-hmm <laughs> and science um <laughs> and impact on changing women's minds um yes i am a mentor yes in, um, in a certain way we both are <clears throat> well yeah i know anyway <laughs> icons hello um no no humble humble um so yeah no so my friend caroline she was like you need to learn da, 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 whatever and i had been looking at the book and I had also been really frustrated in our sex life to begin with mm. because he had a lower sex drive than me. Mm. Um, but also after every time we'd have sex, he'd finish. And then mm-hmm. I would be looking at him like, fuck you. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done. And I didn't, know, I didn't know what done was, but I mm-hmm. know th- knew that I wasn't fulfilled and that there wasn't attention mm-hmm. paid to me that I felt I deserved. And were you able to communicate that or were you just holding it all in? I was holding it all in. No, Mm. I was literally ready to burst. And Mm. and that's kind of like me or pre-cum me. That's Mm. like me is I would hold everything. PC. Pre-cum. PC. PC. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 2000 PC. Um, Yeah. That's literally what I say in my stand. Oh, get out of my brain. Good. Good. Um, But um. We're going on tour when this whole thing's over. <laughs> We're the perfect duo. Same, yeah. same, but different. Yeah. Oh, I love that you know that. From Thailand, um, baby. <laughs> yes. Okay, so wait. Uh, what was I saying? 
I, I don't know, but the fact that we can have full conversations just by saying one word at a time back and forth with each other for the last five minutes is so fucking millennial. I can't stand us. <laughs> also with a lag. Wow. With with like pixelation. With pixelation and lag and we're crushing. Are we dating? Yeah. I think so. Uh, probably. Um, I think we could do this long dong distance. What's your sign? Leo. Oh, cool. Close. What's yours? Virgo. Okay. I don't know how I fuck with Virgos. I don't have I don't, a lot of them. I don't have, I have a lot of Leo friends. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But we should probably but try and have date. sex just to make sure we should not be dating. Deaf. Do you know what's I mean, interesting about people hmm. having like phone sex and video sex? Like a lot of people are like dating through this yeah. thing without seeing oh, yeah. each other and stuff. Yeah. And I find that so interesting because you can have screen chemistry, voice chemistry, everything. And then what if you get in front of each other and the pheromones are off? That's why I don't know why people don't fuck before you get married. I get like religious reasons, but why? I get mm. it. People have written to me and been like, hey, I love you, but I waited to have sex and it was the most incredible experience of my life. And I'm like, because you're the not the norm. But you can That's still rare. smell them. That's the pheromone mm. thing. Is I think sex can be like worked on, mm-hmm. like you. Oh yeah. But but, but the pheromones, I'm like, Ugh, I don't. Yeah. Know. No. You have but to. You're you have right. to love their morning breath. Yeah. Like, like my boyfriend, when I'm on my period, I swear to God, it's like a, a German Shepherd sniffing a fucking bag of cocaine. Like he just is amazing. like. <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. Um. Okay. That's so amazing. back to you. <laughs> back okay, to so, you knowing you were missing something in your life. You're dating this yes, guy. Yes. Your pent up resentment, pent up cum. Yes. Uh, repentment. I was so repentful and I also wasn't getting the release from myself. Mm -hmm. So everything was just like aimed at him. I was so mad at him. Um, and then finally we were about to go to a dinner party because that was back when I was in my thirties. Now I'm in my twenties again. (laughs) And I love that. Um, yeah, no, I was like such, when I was dating, I like morph into the people that I'm with. And so Ugh. he was like kind of an older person and I was Ugh. an older person then. Mm. So That's we were very going to a, a dinner party and um, we were in the car just about to enter. And I was like, before we go here, I have something that I've been wanting to tell you for a really long time. Oh, and I like, have it. I just had to, like, it wasn't, it was like, this you is like two months. Drama. I know, I know. I am drama <laughs> by Bravo. Hi, hire me. Um, Virgo. Oh my God, your Virgo is showing. But also I, I had been thinking about it for like three months. Mm. Like it wasn't just mm. like spur of the, it was like, when do I tell him? I should tell mm. him like every night waking up to him being like, he doesn't know we're having sex mm. again. I'm mad again. I Like I just mm. have to, cause mm. I don't want this relationship to end because I've kept something from him and I'm so mad that it just like ruins the whole yeah, thing. Right. So I was, yeah, I just kind of explained and I was, it wasn't loud. Or f- I was just like, Hey, I really I have to tell you something. And he was like, okay. And I was like, I don't think I've ever had an orgasm. Oh my God. A pin drops in the background. And he was like, Okay. This is something we should work on. Like immediately. Yeah. He's older. He's more mature. He's able to have that conversation. It was like, I mean, he was 28. He, but he, so he wasn't like that much old, but like in his, in my head, he was older, but like he really did accept it in such like a, it wasn't like 
he wasn't like, oh, this is my fault. I haven't been doing something. Because he was also like the second thing was like, have you so you're not alone? And Aww. I was like, no, no. Aww. So he understood that it had nothing to do with him. Um, it's very difficult to make somebody come who doesn't know how to do it for themselves, who, mm. who has never accidentally even done it themselves mm. because they're so like afraid of like what might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Afraid of what might happen. Oh my God. I was so terrified. Oh, so fast, what? fast, fast forward a few years or whatever uh-huh. him and him and I have broken up. We tried a, a bunch of stuff, but again, it was all, it was mostly vaginal yeah based like we bought a rabbit and instead of Mm. using the little ear part it was like the inside Um, i don't think the rabbit's that good but never mind it also now i know i'm not even a vibration person (gasps) i'm not even a direct contact person right right so Fast forward to I'm at these comedy shows. I'm finding out that these girls are coming and I'm not. <laughs> Everyone's I've, coming without me. <laughs> Everyone's coming without me. And I'm getting FOMO and it's not cool. Yeah. And uh, I finally speak to my younger sister about it, who's three and a half years younger. And I'm like, Charlotte, mm. apparently all these girls are coming. And I don't think I've ever had an orgasm. Have you? And she goes, well, yeah, alone, but not with a person. Oh, okay. And I was like, interesting so it exists so you and i was like our boobies look alike we (laughs) me and my sister's boobs look exactly alike too (laughs) you know besides a little coloring they look alike and our giannies do too and i know that because because we grew up together same same mother and my sister's gonna listen to this so shout out to megan and our twin pussies shout out we're not alone (laughs) Um, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Cause if you can do it, that means I can do it. And I was like, also, Mm. I, I'm interested in the statistics about this now. Cause Charlotte at the Mm -hmm. time had been working as a research associate producer at last week tonight. Oh, no way. Amazing show. Amazing show. And I was like, "Can, can we get the stats of how common or uncommon this actually is? Um, I'm glad you brought it up. I'd be curious. And so then she did a whole rundown with the stats. And also this was like a perfect storm because at the same time I'd been thinking about starting a podcast because I'd noticed all these comics going on the road and going on tour and, just talking and they're, and you're like, and they're not, up. <laughs> they're not necessarily good comics, but they've got a big podcast. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so, uh, and like no shade to anyone specifically, literally no shade. I'm so proud of everybody who's done successful <laughs> things with podcasting. You yeah, are you you did it and that's it inspired. We have me. a community. Yay. But I I was like, oh, I really would love to get more audience. And I'd been thinking of starting a podcast. I initially wanted to I was like, what's the universal? Death. And it was that's what it was gonna be about. I um, mean, yeah, that could be that could absolutely be I'm sure it is a podcast. But then I received the stats from Charlotte and mm. it seemed that it was quite common that women weren't coming and that the pleasure gap was extremely wide um, meaning the amount of times guys are coming during heterosexual sex versus uh, women in gay couples Mm -hmm. it is very even men with men coming a lot women with women coming a ton Um, yes I pulled the stats from your Netflix episode just Mm -hmm. to read it on here and it is first it was uh the study that asked a bunch of women uh in america and france 
And a study showed 16 to 21% have very rarely or never experienced one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% of women report faking an orgasm, which we will definitely talk about in a little bit. Um, a study in 2017, 2017 pulled over 50K Americans, and it showed that 95% of hetero men regularly orgasm during sex, which is what you you mentioned, mm-hmm. opposed to only 65% of heterosexual uh, relationship women reported that they have regular orgasms, mm-hmm. but 86% of gay women said that they yes. have regular orgasms during sex, which then, you know, the episode talks about like, why is it that once you involve a man, the stats drop so deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are these the stats that kind of blew your mind into being like, someone's got to talk about this? Yeah, there's that one. And then also... I wanted to be held accountable um, in like this quest for my own orgasm because mm. like, as I said, like people would give me these assignments, like, or even my sister would be like, you need to go home and use the rabbit this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would give up and I'd be all like, no, this isn't going to happen. And like, sometimes I just get so depressed and like, I wouldn't mm. do it for like months at a time. But then mm. I was like, oh, you know, what would hold me really accountable is if I wow. did a podcast about this wow. and every episode, somebody gave me one of those assignments or as wow. we call them now opportunities. Because <laughs> um, my sister was like, assignment sounds too harsh. Like this is yeah. like an exciting opportunity for you. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Able to That's great. Whatever. Great way to look at it. Otherwise, yeah, it's a little depressing. <laughs> yeah, it can be a uh, homework for with my broken yeah. push. Um, you know, I, I didn't mention it, but when, when I had a podcast at uh, BuzzFeed, and I'm sure a lot of confidants are going to remember this, I had a co-host who was also 28 years old and had never had an orgasm by herself or with someone. And we started like a, what was it started as a jokey segment called Kate's going to come. Mm. And like every week we would check in with her to see like what she had done, had she tried anything. And people would like use the hashtag on Twitter, but about probably like 10 or 15 episodes in she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like it yeah. is not it, it. And I felt like I was responsible for the pain a little bit. Cause I would egg it on every week being like, all right, now it's time for is, has Kate come yet? Kate, have you come yet? You, you know? And then I was like, oh my God, instead of approaching the subject mm-hmm. with compassion and like positivity and kind of like what you're talking about opportunity, you know, she eventually was just like, this is my my thing and too, you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. too no. personal but you were kind of like the opposite it's, <laughs> it's well but it needed to be because I needed I didn't want to quit and if people were mm. tuning in and they were like immediately that's how Ooh. I knew it was so um because I wasn't I I had 3,000 followers at the time like on mm. Instagram I was like a mm-hmm. Like a, a comic, yeah, you're a, work, you're working a comic. But, <laughs> I always say, oh I yeah, and a, you're a comic. <laughs> I was gonna say I had a lot of followers for a comic and no followers for a hot girl. I'm not photogenic. Oh. It is very sad for me, oh, but it does improve my humor. Um, there you go. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I uh, no, I wasn't popular, but the subject matter seemed to really grab people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like top of the iTunes charts like the first wow. day that it launched yes, honey um n- and then that Netflix uh mm-hmm. explained crew reached out to me uh very and were you like oh my god Netflix wants to put my pussy on 
fucking international television because that's a big step podcasting where it's very intimate and you feel like you're in the comfort of your own house you have yeah. control over it versus a fucking Netflix crew comes in to talk about it what the fuck yeah uh the thing that worried a bit me about that was when they asked me to do it I hadn't come yet and uh then by the time we were shooting I had so yeah, I was spoiler nervous alert, it was you came by episode four six 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 I know I couldn't really make it to like mini se- actually I think <laughs> mini series is six is mini series but um yeah I I was nervous when they first asked me because I was like if I broadcast this that I haven't on Netflix a lot of guys are gonna flood in mm. and be like I can I help you I can do this and nah, nah, nah. you well, know clearly like, according to the statistics you fucking can't men you can't <laughs> especially if I can't I always say like expecting a guy to make you come when you haven't oh. been able to do it yourself is like handing somebody a nine-sided Rubik's Cube and being <laughs> like hey figure this out also huh? you're naked enjoy <laughs> like what am I supposed not- to do with this the stakes are too high. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I was really uh, nervous. Then I came so quickly mm. by the... So so I was nervous that they wouldn't want to show mm. me anymore. And I was like, they're going to look for some other cumless woman. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert, they couldn't find any other cumless oh, women willing to open. talk about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was fucking embarrassing. Mm. Um, and I also was nervous because... Yeah, mainly because of the guy thing, but I had a boyfriend the whole time I've been doing the podcast. Oh, so like, great. I can always be like, sorry, can't fuck you. Yeah. Have a boyfriend. Yeah. And it did it, it, it clearly didn't <laughs> Not that seem there needs to... to be an excuse, but yeah. Yeah. But like, it, I mean, it just goes to show that you don't technically need orgasm to have a successful relationship either. No. Question mark. No. No. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think like there's a lot of anorgasmic people that like if they can't do it, they're like, "Well, don't give up on loving me." You know, <laughs> like you can still love me and then like we right. can figure this out together. Like I think we were together like 2 years before I came. Yeah. And now Let's the talk relationship about that. is better. I I imagine so. It's like it's like leveling up in Mario. It's like yeah. Oh my god, I could just do more. I have the metal hammer now, so <laughs> so watch the fuck out. So watch the fuck you talk out, about all it. blocks. Yeah, you you talk about it in episode six. I I played it because I just wanted to hear how you presented that you came after mm-hmm. twenty eight years, and it was pretty chill. <laughs> like you were kind of like, yeah, I came, and it like what? Well, because you didn't I have had- a parade. I did have a parade and honestly like the day it happened I announced it I think on Instagram I think Mm. I was texting my friends so like by the time like we sat down to record like it was like all out of my system Um, but I um, yeah no the actual day itself was so insane and (laughs) it was like my birthday times 9,000 like people Uh. were writing me being like I'm so proud of you like like I was like, ew, how do you know about and Why do I still? feel so connected to these people? <laughs> yeah. So you talk about, like, how you did it. Do you want to, mm-hmm. like, give that advice? Or yeah. do you not think no. it matters? Or what? Who it matters. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
I'll I'll run you through the assignments. I think you yes. should if you if you want to go listen to how come. Yeah. It's like very funny. it is funny and it's funny to hear like my reactions to some of the assignments. Mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. the f- some of the other people's reactions like who were listening from day 1, like they would do assignment 1 and it would work for them. So you actually help people come. Oh, I, I didn't even think are, about the influence of that. Kelsey, there are 400 women around the world who have had their first orgasms because of my assignments. Oh, and that's the power. Right. Yeah. You are like the Beyonce of coming. I can't think of someone else, oh. maybe like Dr. Ruth or something, but she's oh, like kind of on God. her way out. You no, kind of. She is still wow. killing it, honestly. Sure. She uh, really is. I don't know. She's got to get on TikTok doc. or something. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her, Hulu put her back on the mat for a second. Yeah. Her doc was like, I was crying like and snotting on the plane Aww. when that was still allowed. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot do that now. Yeah. Um, so tell yeah, me about no. the assignments in the, in the big. So o. the assignments and some of these you might like it, it, assignment two might work for you. Some of you assignment six might be the only one, but it is worth going through all of them just to like check some boxes so number one was sit in your room for 30 minutes and just lightly graze your puss over your panties don't Mm. like have the pressure of going under or touching or wetness or whatever just lightly 30 minutes and don't expect anything to happen just get used to giving yourself that amount of time because that's that's, amazing first step yeah and that's one of those stats that is in the Netflix episode and it's mm-hmm. how much of a time gap we have between mm-hmm. men and women's ejaculation or penis owners versus mm-hmm. vulva owners. Vulva owners generally take like half an hour to warm up. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know, penises, <laughs> it's like four to eight way. minutes. Yeah. We did yeah. not. Um, yeah. But it is something to know that like you might have to dedicate a little more time to yourself mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. okay. And like you have to also carve out that space. Like, I used to not even want to have me devoted to for that long because mm. I was like, but the penis might not get hard still or like mm. it might it might go away and like Too many this can't be about factors. me and it's yeah. not supposed to be about me. But it like mm. when working on your orgasm, it's about you. Make it about Amen. you. Be selfish. OK, so number one, mm. get used to giving yourself 30 minutes. Try to graze. Don't expect anything from it. I would even say that that's like fucking 50 percent of it is mm-hmm. allowing yourself the permission mm-hmm. to be there. Cause even me who comes eight times a day, if I wanted to, will have to be like, okay, like give block out the whatever amount of time and be like, this is my come time. <laughs> yeah. But that it like, it's so many things in life are like, you wait for other people to give you permission. Like even mm-hmm. stand up, I waited for other people to be like, Hey, mm. you're funny. You should do that. You know, even though I knew I wanted to do it from 14, I waited till somebody Mm -hmm. said it when I was like 25, you Mm. know, give yourself the permission. Don't wait. Like it's like, okay. So then number two, number two was watch porn. And I had never watched porn in a sensual way. I had always done it in a really analytical way. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of women are very analytical visually. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I will amend watch porn to watch female focused Mm -hmm. porn made by women. Um, There are are a lot of uh, sites out there 
um, yep. that can we give you bad uh, information. Erica Lust. Yes, we had Erica yeah. Lust on adult shit. Yeah. Erica Lust is amazing. Beleza.co is amazing. Oh, um, there you go. There is uh, literary you can read. There is audio. I recommend Dipsy uh, or Quinn. I love reading a dirty story almost yeah. sometimes more than the physical. Audio erotica, though, right now, it is uh. so, like... Um, there are ones that it can teach couples what to do, you know, instructional ASMR. ones. ASMR. ASMR. Um, there's a guy on Quinn. His name is Jim. Uh, he goes by Feel Good Filth, but he's like <gasps> one of the erotica people we had him on. He does like, he'll do like, hey, you little dirty girl. Or he'll be like, hey, come cuddle with me. Like <gasps> it's an it's an amazing time to be lonely right now oh and just dive into audio porn. God, I have not thought about that because my partner and I, we like, we're in an open relationship too and I'm kind of a mm-hmm. um, very sexual being and we are always into like discovering new levels of sex like we're like okay we've got the basics like we know how to make a baby if we wanted to what else is there in the universe and so we mm-hmm. recently got into like breathing exercises together and yes. like trying to get the endorphins up but I never thought I think right after this I'm gonna we're both gonna put our airpods in and we're going to listen to <gasps> that's yes. so fun. It's yeah. like having sex with four people at once. Yes. Girl, <laughs> I, you just it's taught like a me silent something. rave. Yeah. And I thought I knew everything there was about sex and you just blew my fucking mind. Amazing. I hope you really are the Beyonce of coming. We ah. love to see it. We love um. to see it. <laughs> Teach me your ways. I'm going to start calling you Jesus. Okay. I, sorry. We got so off topic, but back Jesus to you was also coming. a Jew though. So it's perfect. And I'm great there at carpentry. Go. Are you Jewish? Um, mm-hmm, fully. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I, I, for probably 10 years was only dating Jewish people for a very long time. Yeah, that's why I, I jumped to Passover reference before Jesus <laughs> reference. But okay, I well, I'll, I'll switch up my jokes for you. Also, just Testament order, you know. I can say all the books of the Bible. Uh, me too. Ah, what we were fucked up. <laughs> we were. Fu- I don't know shit about taxes, but Genesis, Exodus. Wait, that's literally. I know we're not supposed to be talking about quarantine, but I, I was know. like, thank you, thank you, quarantine, for delaying taxes because uh, I was not ready. We have an episode, Cal- Sally Krawcheck. You can talk about women's investing. Guys, go listen to that. Anyways, moving mm-hmm. on. Okay, yeah, back to, to the assignments. Yes. Okay. So assignment two, watch porn, yada, yada, yada. You're going to love it. Or you won't. That was one of my things is I was like, I don't think this is for me. And also mm. the assignment was so that you could get turned on. Mm. I don't have a problem have that, getting Bob. turned you on. You are like finish line. I'm always turned on. It's like, how did I, how do I? turn off yeah how do I finish yeah um so then I had my friend Aaliyah on to talk about porn because she used to do porn and she's now comic and she was like well honey that's not what you you don't like most people don't even need porn Mm -hmm. you need to pay attention to your clitoris and your your vulva and you need to look at it in the mirror yes because I had not done that in a very long time Mm. and she was like you need to look at your parts you need to look at and with something next to it that tells you what (laughs) What the parts are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because some of us myself included were confusing our clitoral hood 
for our actual clitoris. Uh huh. Sometimes your hood needs to be pulled back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your clitoris is smaller than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's bigger than you think it is. Blah, 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 all that stuff. And so she advised me to get horny, mm. look at it up close and personal, mm-hmm. masturbate in the mirror, Ooh. look at the, yes. watch the clit, watch your vagina and see how it changes, how it engorges. Mm-hmm. What part of your clitoris is sensitive? Is it the top left quadrant? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Six o'clock, four o'clock. Where are we? Top left. If anybody yeah. wants to fuck me, that's I think mine is. I'm like literally doing it right now. I think yeah, mine no, everybody is, always does. Mine is like top right. Well, yeah. top. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm like a twelve o'clock. I think I'm a twelve o'clocker. Ugh. If we were, um, this would be perfect. We could parallel. Scissor. We could scissor sisters. <laughs> yeah. I love scissoring. I don't care what lesbians say. It's not real. I scissor all the time, so therefore it is. I have never officially scissored, but when I was a young child, um, my friend and I would experiment together, Mm -hmm. and she and I would interlock knee to puss, Ah. and we would knee each other at the same time. That's scissoring. That's scissoring. Okay, good, because that's fantastic. If you were to like, that's a half scissor. It's a half scissor. That's more like wrenching. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, there needs to be direct contact in the trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I love the idea of doing it in front of the mirror and really exploring that area because I think a lot of people or vulva owners don't do that enough. We're not taught to do that enough unless you're like at the gyno. And it's also really interesting to like see it move like the way that you were talking about how penises are more visual and that's Mm -hmm. why we're more focused on their erections. Well, your clit gets an erection too. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. can see it. If you're looking at it, you can yeah. see it. You can see your vaginal opening open uh-huh. more and mm-hmm. engorge and like kind of pulse and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is like pretty hot. And yeah. like that's part of my journey too. And a lot of other women's is unlearning that vaginas are gross and mm-hmm. seeing that they're hot. Mm-hmm. Because that was another thing. It was like, do you finger blush yourself? Do you smell like fish? Like in the high school uh, hallways. Yeah. You know, it was like vaginas. When vaginas fuck you can give you an orgasm yeah. your penis can't really do that for us yeah oh you, that's you're a like sta- pretty useless without a vagina as like a human race mm-hmm. if you want to edit this back to the stat section but you don't know we to. don't, I don't know how crazy Just you are it. okay okay <laughs> stat section this is the craziest stat i learned only eight to twenty percent of women can come from just vaginal penetration alone. I heard that there's no such thing as a vaginal orgasm, that it is all clitoral. Don't they say that in your Netflix episode? Yeah, but do you know why? Huh. Well, I mean, you know why, because I'm going to explain this to the listeners. Okay. Oh, because of the so, clit is... Because of how big the yeah, clit is. You right. don't realize. So what you think the clit is is just that little nubbin or whatever. Right. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. That is the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. An Literally, iceberg an yeah. iceberg. Mm-hmm. The clit goes four inches back inside your body and mm-hmm. then straddles the vaginal opening. And it can and like go into so, your fucking thighs. Yeah. Like so the those, nerve endings? Those women or those people who have clits that, uh, or they have, they can come from just vaginal penetration. Mm-hmm. It's not because the vagina is having an orgasm. It's because it's the clitoral the clit. legs are closer to the opening. So mm-hmm. they're rubbing it through it. Wow. They're so using like full power. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And that's another thing is I think you can clench and work on it. Mm, I'm clenching and work right on it. Get, I mean, every time somebody <laughs> says Kegel, someone clenches. Yeah. 
it's the rules. <laughs> it's the rules of the universe. Oh my God. I'm going to start a quarantine challenge that's just tagging <gasps> people and doing kegels. Oh, my, please tag me first. I will. I We will blast this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> By Monday, if you are not listening to this and kegling in your fucking room or car, you shouldn't be in your car, be in your room. Mm. That's the challenge. What are you, you going to call your, it? You can be in your car. See a kegel see a kegel send a kegel is that what the rule is that how you do it kegel me by your name no yeah that's not uh clever well enough. like the the trend right now is c10 do 10 for push-ups oh. or like see a dog send a dog so riding on that wave it would be clench c10 clench i don't know we can workshop this after yeah um, we'll figure <laughs> it out uh okay so we've got the okay. assignments i'm loving what you're giving us yes um okay that was assignment th- two three watch porn you did oh no oh yeah rubbing, no, three porn three, right. mirror okay now we're at three four. we're getting three, close at your vagina four this was a big one for me because I had been doing all this stuff it's still not working why a lot of people were saying oh it must be a mental block mm-hmm. you must have something that you're so mm-hmm. like fucked up or dark or whatever about, yeah. and that you haven't unlocked and like and I was like oh fuck well I don't want to unlock it then um but I do you make blame sure. your parents at all like is there any resentment to like your mom for not like no okay yeah I don't think it's no the parents my mom to teach my mom cried that's, a, that's an individual journey no I, I mean I do wish there had been more conversation about it because I think she would have been willing to do it. And we were Mm. comfortable enough in that way. My mom always Mm. said sex is supposed to be fun. Um, But, and like my parents are both medical professionals. So I, Mm. I, we always talked in like rich. (laughs) (laughs) You, we should date. You're like something better and better. (laughs) They are. I'm a comic. Um, Oh yeah. Well, that's why you're allowed to be (laughs) truly. Um, but, and I used to feel guilty and then I was like, but no, I give people orgasms from my house. So it's okay. You're the Beyonce of orgasming. Just tell them that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so the, and I, and also people were like, well, maybe your body is dysfunctional. Like maybe like psychosomatic physic, physic, no, but like you're physically not able to do it. Imagine mm. that or whatever. Um, that is so fucking uncommon, but mm. My the assignments were to go to my gynecologist and go to my psychologist um, and my you psychiatrist. Went I went deep. Yeah. And I was like, I want to tell you all my demons, all the things I'm scared of, all the things that whatever I want you to know. Tell me if this wow. is normal um, and if I'm OK. And my psychiatrist was like, everything's fine. Also, she checked that the medicine I was on wasn't mm. inhibiting anything. Big factor, huge factor. Like a lo- I'm on antidepressants and Same. a lot of anti-anxiety antidepressants can like libido. lower your libido. Mm-hmm. But I still was horny. So mm-hmm. that wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to my gynecologist and she flicked the bean and she was like, everything's working. Um, You've got all the parts. <laughs> you got all the parts. 
Um, and so then after those, I like really ramped up the assignment. And the next week, assignment five, I had two um, sexual wellness gurus on. Mm-hmm. Um, they are both doms, um, Dominus Eris and Goddess Lola Jean. Sure. And <laughs> Goddess Lola Jean had me go to her female masturbation class. Love. I went to a yoga studio with like 12 other women of all shapes, sizes, ages, colors. Uh, and we all learned how to masturbate. She showed us on a vulva puppet. Then she showed us these tricks on herself i didn't know are you touching yourself in front of people because i feel like that would be terrifying for someone who doesn't know their body well the the first half of the class is like you just watch her uh give you the parts of the vulva then uh she teaches you like little tricks on her own body while everybody else is like still clothed and just watching Uh then she's like okay everybody go get a drink go get a towel uh and then we we get a drink. We go on the towel. We lay down. We put a towel over our lap. We're all looking at the ceiling uh, while like music uh, is playing okay. and people are walking around. Like, putting, are your like, pants co- off? Your pants are off. Holy Coconut- shit! This is so intimidating. They- yeah, they put co- well because. Every, when I was recording at this time, it wasn't a weekly podcast. It was every two weeks so that uh-huh. I'd have time to do the experiment. Right. So. I, the experiment, (laughs) time to go to the lab. Um, (laughs) You have the little test rat. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I was getting so fucking impatient because I was like, I'm having conversations about this constantly. I'm talking to other people about it constantly. Like, I just want to do it. So I went to this class and um, there were a lot of tips that I learned in there that I thought were really good I thought if you wanted to do clitoral stimulation you had to like jackhammer it or whatever (laughs) directly no did you know that you can use your labia and massage it from (laughs) the outside I did not right um I also did not know that you could have the permission to touch your own butt while masturbating or touch your own boobs I'm like a big like neck area Mm -hmm. my decollete I've kissed my own shoulders masturbating oh, cute. now. Like, I love that. I've talked dirty to myself now. You know, I, like, Sometimes I make out with a pillow fucking because it's just there. I've never done that. Well, try it sometime. That's my piece for you. <laughs> okay. Um, then, uh, yeah, so the other half of assignment five was the masturbating class didn't work. I went to a tantric massage. Oh my and God, you are overloading yourself. I had Aaron give me a tantric massage, which was literally you get massaged naked by a guy or a girl. <gasps> and uh, is this legal? Technically, it's sex work, but like okay. it should be legal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I just mean but like this isn't at like a massage parlor that has a face of like we spa. No, the place is called 3F Studios. And oh my god! It's Amazing. like open, like it's where Lola had the class too. Like they just do all mm-hmm. these se- sexual wellness workshops, and like it's a really. So you have a boyfriend, and he's mm-hmm. okay with you getting a tantric massage. He, I don't think, was listening to me the first few times I told him I was going to get one, <laughs> um, and I don't think that he like just a unders- minor miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he like understood fully what I was saying. Um, and then when I told him about it, like 
I got out of the car or got out of the thing, got into the car with him, like told him everything in like complete detail. And I was like, yeah, he fingered me around my tampon. And he was like, what? And I was like, what do you mean? What? And then he like got mad at me. And I was like, no, now I'm mad at you because you weren't listening to me. Mm. And it's your Um, journey. It really is like an individualized experience because like you said, if you can't even do it alone, how are you expecting someone else? So like, yeah, he, he did have to give you some space to do your thing. He also was like very supportive of the journey itself mm-hmm. and afterwards like when he came to terms with the fact that like no Remy's not attracted to this man no this doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything for our relationship mm-hmm. like this was purely yeah, it's an like, ego tr- yeah it's an ego thing yeah then he was like yeah it's fine I don't care <laughs> um yeah so that I mean is the most extreme of number five and then number six actually didn't even come to me on the podcast uh, oh. interestingly, once I came out as not coming, um, <laughs> PC, a bunch of other comics, uh, who had podcasts were like, Oh, we need to have you on. And my friends, Will, Casey and Patrick have a podcast called the good, the dad and the ugly, where they yeah. only interview women Love and that. they ha- had me on and, uh, Will winner was like, Hey, have you ever tried this toy called the womanizer? There it's it a clitoral is. suction toy. <laughs> And our friend Rachel Sennett, who's also a comic who had never come before, used this thing wow. and made her come. Wow. So I bought that and it is quite expensive. Yeah. But it what worked. is it running for now? Let's uh, see. I think it's like two hundred, but that's not even <gasps> the one that I, I recommend the most because I've found a lot of other much cheaper ones that do the same exact thing. Yeah, I think I have a knockoff. Yeah, this one's listed at oh no, wait, I do have the womanizer. I think it got sent to me though. It's two hundred, but then they have ones that are like seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more the, reasonable. I I think in my head I always thought dildos and sex toys were gonna be like twenty bucks and then mm-hmm. I realized the mechanics that went into it. And I even have the one that looks like the little beetle with like the labia wings. That oh. one was pretty expensive. It's like the hands-free vibrator. Oh, the Dame one. The Dame, yeah. Like, Eva. And then I'm like, yeah, Eva Dame. I'm like, the fact that the the science that went into this deserves the, the price tag oh, for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, so the science behind the womanizer and these other... Uh, I don't even want to call them clitoral suction because it's not technically suction. It's air pulse technology. Sure. Um, okay, Elon like, Musk over there. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but they get mad at us when we like talk about them publicly. They're like, stop saying suction. People think it's like vacuum on your pussy. And well, it's not. It's not. It's like. It's more. But it's like a little blow job, essentially. Cute. So like. I mean, you have one, but for the mm-hmm. people who don't have one, it's like a little circle that you mm-hmm. put on your vagina and, or you put it on your clit and it's clit sized and then it simulates a blowjob for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the one that I like the best, there are a few. Okay. There's plus one air pulse arouser. There is the mm-hmm. Satisfier Traveler Pro. Cute. There is also the Sweet Vibrations Girl's Best Friend, Ooh, which has a vibrating handle. So if you want to like put it in you and like yeah. do that kind of stuff, you can do that too. But there's also like the suction part. Well, um, I think the interesting thing about the Womanizer was it was the first like culturally relevant <laughs> sex toy that mm-hmm. wasn't a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Like I had only seen dildos, which don't do any motion and vibrating or like spinning but this yeah. I feel like was really revolutionary dare I say it was clit centric mm-hmm. I mean yeah I guess vibrators were too but you could 
you could confuse yourself with a vibrator and just stick yeah. it up the hole. Well, yeah, like, that's all we this, know. There's like, yeah. there's no questioning. And it's like, you put it on. <laughs> yeah. So and you get this and you're like, Oh, what? I was so excited. Oh, also your listeners don't know this about me, but I started the podcast, uh, out of my grandmother's house where I live. Um, and so all the sex workers coming over, everybody who's interviewed has met my grandmother. Cute. Um, Keeping it in the family. She has since passed away, but we love her and we thank her for giving us this opportunity. (laughs) Absolutely. But at the time I had just gotten this thing in the mail. I was so fucking excited. I was like, I want to do this immediately. Mm -hmm. I was like, made sure that she wasn't in the house. I turned on Rihanna. I put down a, a, uh, towel because I thought I might be a squirter because <laughs> I heard some people in my family are oh. and um, hereditary also more, also more common than you think oh. absolutely and I yeah. think it might be hereditary yeah and not gross very yep. hot yep um, so put it on put the music on laying down <laughs> getting so excited then my grandmother I hear hi no I'm like, no this is the moment <laughs> yeah so then I run out and I go, Nan, get in your room, put on some music or something loud. Like, I just need you to go in there. I'm recording. Ah. Like, she'd been used to me recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm recording. Get in your room. So she went in. I went in. Turned the music super up. Tried to think of something hot. Did. Was, I, I mean, also was just like so fucking pumped. So um, it was mental stimulation. You weren't using porn? No. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I can be turned. I'm like just. Yeah, that's not the, that's not the problem. That wasn't the problem. Yeah. Um, put it on within 30 seconds. I was like, oh, oh no. Um, and then I started squirting. <gasps> so I run to the bathroom cause I was like, I don't want to do this like on my bed. And then I was like looking in the mirror because I was like, I don't think I've still felt Come, it. I have to keep yeah. going. So I had to like look at myself in the mirror and I was like, Remy, don't quit. Keep going. <laughs> like, Little self-talk mantra moment. I was like, don't, don't take it off. Now's the time. Now's the time. Now or never, baby. Then my legs are like, you can't stand while you're coming. (laughs) And they start like shaking. And I get down on the floor. I have like a six orgasms. I'm like squirting so much. There's In your bathroom? In my bathroom. Wow. Flirt, like squirting so much fluid. Then crying. Crying. Just so, so (gasps) like happy. That's 28 years of backed up fluid coming out of your eyes and pussy you were just leaking like a faucet just yeah your pipes exploded I was spent and you're crying these are happy tears or like shame or everything kind of combined they were so happy I was like I did it and then I was like do I have to end the podcast (laughs) I hate that that's what you thought I was like, this is my first thing I've really liked doing. But yeah. So no, did, and, I, and when it happened, did you fucking know? Because there, you can squirt without yeah. orgasming. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the thing. It's like the first one I was like, oh my God, there's so much fluid. But like, I still haven't felt that feeling that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to. And, and, then, and, the, and like, how, how do you define orgasm? Because I think like some people are like, it's cardio for the brain. Like there's no such thing as a bad orgasm. Like, uh. Is an orgasm to you the physical act of like the vulva in spasm? Kind of. It's kind of like, it's like half that, but also like half like ramping up, 
like a roller coaster ride uh-huh. that like you feel it like going like building and building and then it's like yeah like like your walls are kind of shaking yeah. and like yeah. you know it when like your butt just clenches so yeah. tiny into yeah. your body and your face I think gets for all me, weird it's like once i do that roller coaster ride and then it's like off the edge i don't have any control my body is doing its thing like yeah. i'm not like i can help facilitate it and make it last longer or ramp it up or you know sometimes you just gotta like squeeze one out and go about your day Mm -hmm. but for me what I consider to be an orgasm is like exactly that ramp up and then when I let go my body does my body takes over like the shivers yeah yeah like the the contractions the movement it's like I don't have control yeah 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 sometimes I don't even care about like the letting go thing like it's just like fun to have the like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah 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 so you're crying there's liquid everywhere you're worried about ending the podcast Netflix is calling on your door Mm. how did coming change your life oh in every possible way (laughs) that it you know how Rose says that about Jack Dawson changed my life (laughs) or saved my life in the way in every way a person can be saved. Please, like, please I, do that more often in your life. <laughs> literally, like, I feel like I couldn't advocate for myself mm. in real life as well as in the bedroom. Mm. So you, you gained know? a sense of, of control and, and power over and your like, agency. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just, like, like, my relationship's so much better because I can tell him how what to, I need. Yeah. I can also, instead of like sitting there and being like, let's fuck. And then there he's like, I'm too tired to fuck, <laughs> you know, in this relationship and my last one, I would go to sleep so sour and so mm. mad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, you're not turned on. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, okay, Remy, take it in your own little hands. Absolutely. I, I grab my toy. I go to, t- I have as many orgasms as I want. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. even care. You don't need well, a man. I mean, like, well, usually I'll just be like, hey, do you mind like cuddling me and kissing me while I do this? <laughs> Love that. And it can be like, a partnered yeah. activity. Like he's like, yeah, it I doesn't don't have to be like creepy looking across the room, like jerking off at each other. It can be like a nice cuddly. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, or it can be like creepy looking at each other. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah you like this? <laughs> you fucking pervert. <laughs> but usually what happens is that they do like it. And even yeah. if you're not looking at them, then they want to join in. So yeah, you've already had of, your orgasms and then right. they pump it out. Speaking of joining in, so you've had this masturbation orgasm, which a lot of times can feel different than intercourse orgasm. Are mm-hmm. you now moving your, ma- like how, what did you, did you immediately go to your boyfriend and you're like, get hard, we're fucking, or like, you know, what was that experience <laughs> like having an orgasm with someone else? Cause that is a different, it is a different experience. Yeah, I think I I'm lucky that I was with him throughout this journey because mm-hmm. I never had what a lot of women have where it's like they're accustomed to masturbating alone for a really long time. They have their routine down, then they start fu- mm-hmm. bringing a guy into mix and they try to do it differently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sweetheart, it's not going to happen differently. If it ain't like, broke, don't fix it. You have been training your whole life for this. Why would you change up the routine now? Mm-hmm. You know? 
<laughs> you're going to the Olympics. The f- <laughs> you, you've no, been you, practicing you the same floor routine. <laughs> don't get on the bars. Like, what are you doing? You don't even know how to use the bars. <laughs> you don't even know how to use the bars are unusable. Um, you don't have chalk. Um, but uh, so I was just like, okay, this is the thing that I've found that works for me. So let's bring this in with us. Yeah. And so we just trained the same way I've been training. Mm. And did it happen the first time? No. Okay. That's interesting I, to know. I, st- I still had to be like comfortable in like, mm, that like space. I didn't, I didn't want him to touch me the first few times mm. mm-hmm. because or like he did touch me the first few times and I was like going with it. And then like, I had to be like, no, 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 don't do that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I need to show you mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't give you words of encouragement while it's not working. Yeah. You got to take care of you first. Yeah, but like also if I say, yeah, that's great. You're going to keep doing that same thing. Right. Right. So I just need you to watch yeah. and then learn and mm-hmm. then be a part of this. Yeah. Um, so, so did yeah. that feel like the, f- I hate to say the final step because it's not, but for you going oh, on this come journey. Yeah. Did you feel like, okay, now that I've done that, I still have so much to do. Like it yeah. opened a whole new world, like Aladdin, you're on the magic carpet now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like also besides just for me, like, the companions, which is what my listeners are called. They would write that. in the and they were like, the confidants and the companions. Yeah. They're like, can uh, you learn how to do it manually? Cause a lot of mm. us want to learn how to do that. And I would be like, well, that's not really important to me, but sure. You know, <laughs> like if, if you, like I'm of the mindset that like, if you have a washing machine, you don't do it by hand. <laughs> like, I just don't understand unless like you're on a desert Island. <sighs> But like, yeah, I guess my washing machine is my hand. That's great. Yeah. If that works, that's great. Yeah. But like, I also was like, I don't need to like put my pressure, this kind of pressure on myself that like saying that my orgasms aren't valid just because they're with a toy. Absolutely not. Um, but so that was one. So who fucking cares? Yeah. Right. Like, I think if you care that much about someone else's orgasm and you're not in a relationship with them, stop. Well, because they're a lot of them are using me as a map, right? Sure, and it's like that's amazing, but also my body's different than yours, yeah. and like you, yeah. sh- you, you go, go above and yeah. beyond. Uh, not everything's gonna work for the same way for the same person. All women are a snowflake. Thank You're you. All different. Thank you. Um, and we're very sensitive. No, but um, I am. Yes, that's correct. But um, yeah. So uh, they, I also like one of my steps is like getting comfortable receiving oral mm. one of the that's one of those things that I had convinced myself I don't like that mm. because because I wanted to be a cool girl mm-hmm. that like I don't need that it's great for you I don't amazing blowjobs and that's yeah. my reputation yeah I think it's and, something like you know like your taste change as you get older like you look back at clothes you were in high school and you're like oh my god why did I do that or like I didn't like sushi when I was 16 now I fucking eat sushi every day mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way about intimacy and sex that like it evolves and maybe some shit you know some like kinks you thought were so Mm -hmm. shameful as a kid you realize are pretty dope or like I don't think the way I'm having sex now will be the way that I have sex in five years yeah for better or for worse (laughs) it's like do you want to keep growing Mm. cool like the day you stop learning the day is the day you die uh, agree and the day <laughs> that you stop taking interest in learning new things about your partner is mm. the day you break up or you should Ooh, amen and I think too that's like the same thing with your body like you should always be 
Yeah, it's like it, all, it doesn't it always go back to mindfulness and just awareness and like mm-hmm. knowing that this is a journey and that there's always going to be things to learn about yourself yeah. and the puss. Yeah, no, I was really frustrated for a while because people would be like, okay, well, learn this now, learn this now. There's also a real enjoyment in if you find something that works, plateauing for a little bit. If mm. I've been hiking up a mountain for such a long time, I'm allowed to give myself a little plateau break. Mm-hmm. Don't go downhill, mm-hmm. but no like pressure. Yeah. Keep your toy. Let your boyfriend hug you while you <laughs> masturbate. That's what yeah. you like. I think um, this has been such a different interview than I planned on. Like, I know I sent you like a very uh, lazy outline of like the things I wanted to talk about, but in a way, this really became such an informational class. Like, I feel like you gave us so many options and things yay. to do. Like, I don't know what I was expecting this way to go, but it definitely, like, I totally went off script the entire time. Like, I'm just following what you're kind of journey is thank you I uh (laughs) I was really excited for your outline because I was like don't do the spiel Remy don't do the spiel I love the spiel I know like I I know when people invite me to come on the podcast they're going to talk about like three things it's going to be uh bisexuality chronic pain or mental health like those are my Mm -hmm. three and I've got a spiel for everything and I know how to do it but I think that it just like reaches new audiences every time. Like not everybody knows my story. And like, I didn't think I was going to learn anything here with you. Yay. Look at me. And yes, when you assume you make an ass out of you you and me, speaking of ass stuff, we did a episode on anal like two weeks ago. So go listen to that. Did Um, you? That's one of my favorite episodes of my podcast. Really? One Oh one. Oh, we had uh, four perspectives. We had a, a gay guy, a bisexual queer girl, a straight guy, and then a single guy. So we all had like... I love that. I wish I could have had more, but you know, with the quarantine, I'm doing I what I fucking can. Confidants. Um, Remy, uh, we are winding down. This is Sad. not over between us. Like we're going to exchange numbers and do weird shit. And also knows, you're going to be date. on my podcast. I so am. keep your peepers out for any your listening holes. I will link that for your listening holes when it happens. Um, I think, you know, bottom line, if people are listening to this who identify with it, know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's not weird. Mm-mm. Times are a change in honey. Hopefully by the time we have, children if that's your path in life that this conversation will be a lot different mm-hmm. uh, it's slow but sturdy and I think people like Remy for being so open and honest and talking about it and blah 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 compliments compliments you so go listen to you for helping me oh my tell god my story. providing a space yay yeah. so where can the confidants go to become uh companions and follow and listen to you Come become a companion. Listen to how come <laughs> it's spelled the way a 12 year old boy would spell it. How C U M come. Um, it, it's on all the platforms. You can follow us on Instagram at how come podcast. Uh, we do a lot of polls and stuff. Um, just figuring out what people like. And I have another podcast called we really <gasps> love Island. If you have never seen love Island reality show, love Island. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was standing. Well, I've seen the American version of it. No, fuck that. If you have not seen British Love Island, you have not lived. And this is the time to masturbate, learn how to masturbate, and also watch Love Island for the first time and listen to my my podcast that goes with it. We really love Island. Um, And then follow me, Remy Casimir, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Um, Oh. 
She's a TikToker. I love TikTok. I love. Oh, I could talk about it for so long. Yeah, I Won't. love TikTok. Um, I can't talk uh, about anything anymore because I I purely want to go try that masturbating technique with my AirPods in. Please. <laughs> and then oh I'm gonna call, I'm gonna text you right after and let you know how it goes. Yeah, no, we'll record in a few days and then I'll get to hear all of that. Yes, the update. Um, I'm okay, so Coffee Dons. Thank you so much, Remy, for being uh, here online. Yeah, thank uh, you for having me. Absolutely. You guys don't forget to go rate this five stars on iTunes. It really helps. You can always email us at confidentlyinsecurepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at confidentlypod on Instagram and Twitter. And oh my gosh, our shop is open. Uh, I'm wearing Ooh. the new shirt. It says, this is my sad day shirt, which is my favorite because I've worn it for like three days in a row and it's very soft. There's a bunch of new merch on there that will be linked below. And we will see you next week. Everybody go come. Yes, go come. All right. Bye. Bye.